welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. So today on the podcast, I am joined by the wonderful M, who is actually one of my clients. So I'm always really excited to get my clients on the podcast because, I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but I think they're amazing. Um, so do you want to introduce yourself and just tell everyone what you do and what your business is? Sure. So, um, yeah, as Gemma said, I'm M or Emily. Um, I run M Content Creative, which is a content marketing um, business focusing on SEO, copywriting, social media, email marketing. Um, and I do a bit of editing as well, but those are the main things I do. I really focus on trying to um, get other business owners visible online through um, their website, through social media, through their blog uh, and through their emails. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, really. Amazing. And you've had a pretty big life change recently, haven't you, with baby coming along? <laughs> Yes. So um, July last year, I had my first baby and it was, um, yeah, like when I find out, found out I was pregnant, I was only about seven or eight months into starting the business. Um, so huge, huge change kind of when I was only getting started, I guess, like when I found out I was pregnant. But yeah, massive life change, as anyone would tell you. And what were you thinking? So obviously you're not that far into your business um did you kind of have a plan did you think right okay I'm gonna go on maternity leave and then I'm gonna come back or were you just kind of gonna wing it and see what happened what was your kind of thought process yeah so you know when you kind of like look reflect back and you're like I don't even remember I don't even know what I was thinking at the time do you know but when I look back like she definitely wasn't she was neither planned or not planned. It was one of these things that I'm very much, if something happens, she's, she's a gift. I always felt like that about having a baby, like when there's never a good time. And I think that was something huge that kind of came up for me and my partner around COVID was there is never going to be a good time. There's, there's always going to be a reason not to have a child. There's always going to be a reason to not do things. And we just, we just kind of went for it. And like, we were meant to get married and that couldn't happen because of COVID. So we kind of just skipped a step and said, you know what, if, if, if it's our time to have a baby, it's our time to have a baby. But definitely when I found out, I had to really look at it because, uh, you know, it was my first year in business. I was doing every single thing myself, including all my client work, but not even just that, just like the general back end stuff. Um, I was, you know, as, as I think a lot of us do start out where everything, you know, we wear all the hats and that's an expression I, I see a lot. Um, and I knew to, to, I, I wouldn't have a business to come back to if I was running the business the same way I had been when I found out when she was there. So I knew something had to change. Um, I didn't, I didn't map that out before I got pregnant. It was something that I worked through. And I mean, I had nine months to figure it out, which was kind of nice. I didn't feel that much under pressure to figure it out straight away, but it was definitely looking like, how can I have 
a business to come back to and something that's running in the background maybe a little bit um because I had worked really really hard to get it to where I had been I had I had really good clients my own content marketing was working I was you know I was massive about my own content plan I was attracting people through you know Instagram and Facebook and I knew the level that I'd been doing it there was no way even towards the end of pregnancy that I would have been able to do that so I think I I, I kind of figured out the plan I was always going I notoriously, I mean, you know, this as just from work, from working with me that I put an insane amount of pressure on myself and maybe unrealistic expectations of what I can achieve. And I think I look back and maybe think I could have enjoyed not only the process of being pregnant, but I mean, just the process of having a business and working those things out a bit more because I, I wouldn't have put so much pressure on myself. I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself to have all the answers before she came. Um, One of the things that we talked about recently was your business kind of feeling like your proper business again and kind of getting back into the swing of things so talk us through what it was like so you've had baby and then you start to think right I want to get back into the business I want to kind of get things going again how did you find that was it easy to pick things up again and to kind of get more clients and get the ball rolling or was it harder than you expected it was actually just as hard as I thought and that was really hard so um I knew it was going to feel like trying to start a car uphill. I knew it was going to feel, you know, I think a lot of people have this where they get a really good momentum in their business. And with that momentum comes like confidence and and you feel really in touch with your industry and your space and where your place is in the online space. And I felt like that when I got pregnant, I felt like I had my place and I had my people and I had my clients and it felt really good and things were going really well. And I think stepping back, and not really being as involved day to day um when I was to come back into that space it was really really hard not even just logistically of picking up an online presence again or like getting back into marketing myself or even looking at my services again and it's not even that just like personally you're just not I just wasn't in the right headspace it took me months to really get my any ounce of confidence back on what I was doing um and that's something we've spoke we've spoken about numerous times. I mean, I reached out to you when she was what July five months old, I think, and I said, you know, this is the time I really need to start looking at this again, or it's it's going to be gone. And I could see that, you know, it was the first time in business where I actually said, is this worth it? Like, is this worth it in in every way? Is it worth it? You know, being away from my daughter now, like she's my main focus, but also, do I even have it in me to do it anymore? Because it's such a they do say your brain like if something happens to your brain after you have a baby so I don't know like it just completely changes who you are um but it was it was difficult like there's no doubt um and I feel like now for the first time I feel kind of like the old old me in as far as the business is going and things are really really picking up um which comes with its own challenges but they're positive challenges you know so yeah I think you've highlighted something really important there and that's that a lot of people think about the logistics of how can I set this up to work in the background or how am I going to hire somebody to take over while I'm off but actually the mindset stuff Mm. from working with you I've seen how much that's impacted the business and like you say your confidence and your kind of belief in your offers and pricing and like all those other things and I think perhaps that that's one of those things it's really difficult to prepare for because you don't know how you're going to feel until you're in it right yeah so absolutely you, you can plan a strategy to make your business run but 
you don't know how you're actually going to feel. And I think that kind of plays into what you said about giving yourself a bit more time off so that you could actually work through all of that and figure out how you do feel and kind of how you want to come back to the business without having that sort of financial pressure hanging over you that I know makes things so much harder, doesn't it? When it's like, I have to do this because otherwise financially things are going to be difficult. And I think that's a really hard place to work from at any point, never mind when you've just had a baby. Oh my, absolutely. Like, absolutely. The, um, again, this is something that I really did struggle with was, um, I'm not, I'm not going to go on a tangent about how unfair it is for like, <laughs> um, self-employed people like in Ireland. I don't know what it's like in the UK or, or the US or, or anything like that, but like, I'm not entitled to anything as a, as a self-employed person, people who are on social welfare or like the dole as we call it would be get would have been, when they were having a baby would have been given a weekly allowance like or and stuff like that I was I looked into every single avenue I wasn't entitled to anything so we were living off one um income for a close to a year really so when I was coming back into it and this is something we spoke about is I was coming back into it in this scarcity urgency mindset of I felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders as a new mother I was hormonal, tired, like, you know, just all those things you experience in postpartum, plus this massive burden. And I actually did, it felt like a cloud over me. I was like, I need to get back to work. Sure, I was sending emails. I I gave birth on a Thursday and I sent a work email on the the next Monday because I was so, even then, that's all, I was consumed by that stress. And I think that's something that I haven't seen other business owners or like mom, like new moms in the online space talk about is, the weight of that and every decision I made was based on that and that's something we spoke about you you said to me once you know if you were to take a take away a financial goal what is your goal for this and I couldn't think of anything because that's where everything was kind of being driven by was that fear of making not you know not having money and the stress of that so it really takes a lot of mindset work and giving yourself a break and I finally feel in a place where my actions aren't being driven by that anymore. Um, from work I've done with my mindset and the work we've done together, but also now that things are picking up and I feel like more involved in the in in my industry again, um, and getting positive feedback again from clients and like getting referrals again that that's it's shifted and I've gone back now to why I'm doing it in the first place a little bit more. But it was hard. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I've seen it and I know it's been hard for you and it's just so amazing to know that you feel like you're kind of coming out the other side of that it's mm. and also in, in quite a short amount of time I know that living in it it probably feels like it's amazing, but, <laughs> yeah um, you know what like three months we've worked together and yeah I think you've done a lot in that time and come a long way and I think something that someone said to me once which I thought was so powerful and I've never forgot this she said it's all well and good saying like wait for your ideal client and manifest and attract people and just show up every day and believe. But how do you do that when you can't feed your kids? Yeah. And I think that just highlights that although all those things in an ideal world, if you can just wait for clients to come to you and just believe that things are going to work and things like that, like that's great in theory. But when you've got that financial kind of, like you said, cloud hanging over you, you can't make decisions from that place. And I feel like Mm. that's something we've talked about a lot is that kind of push and pull of, doing what you want to do and doing what you love and what feels good but also knowing that you have to make money so how do we yeah. kind of balance that in the middle you know 100% and people know um people can feel that I feel off off you so if you if I show up coming from that space 
this really urgency kind of and even use the word desperate you know and i don't want people to think that that that's where i'm coming from because the real me and the reason why i'm doing it has nothing to do with money but i feel like the luxury that that's kind of a look like uh, coming from a place of luxury like it's it's a luxury to not have to come from that place and i feel like yeah so i it, like it was hard for me to kind of figure out how to show up in a really authentic way in a place that felt really good without that kind of consuming me every time so but yeah I feel like I, that's definitely shifted it's definitely shifted lately but yeah really short space of time it feels like forever but I don't think yeah it's only been a couple of months really yeah it always feels like forever when you're in it doesn't it it's like oh my god yeah. this is taking so long and then you look back and you're like oh okay it wasn't that long um, yeah exactly so one of the things that like jumps out at me is like having this conversation obviously we get a feel for like what you were going through and where your mindset was and your kind of dip in confidence but at the same time you chose to invest in mental mm. yeah. which I think it, it like is amazing because I'm sure there was some fear attached to that um mm. so talk us through like what made you feel like in that moment despite all of those things that were going on and despite that kind of like you say financial cloud what made you think actually I'm going to invest money right now because the word invest is in that sentence it's an investment it's something that it's not spending money you know and there's I would be so upfront I can't I, I couldn't afford it when we first started working together when I looked at it, I couldn't afford it but it was a really pivotal moment where I was at, I was at a really big, like a, a fork in the road and it was either do that or maybe accept that I wasn't going to be able to continue. I was, that was just, I was in such a, my mindset was so kind of low in my confidence and my ability to keep this going. And I felt really stuck in the mud that it was that, or I didn't have a business. That's how kind of black and white I kind of saw it at the time. But it's an invest. At the end of the day, I know the value of investing. I've invested before, and I've had people invest in me. And I know it's always going to be scary, but you have to you have to be willing to take the risk. And after talking to my partner and how much belief he has in me and everything that I've done, he said there is no way you're quitting now because he's seen me through, like how scared I've been doing things and how much I've put myself on the line and like really put myself out there and everything that I've done and how, how hard that is, you know? And he goes, you, you didn't do all of that for nothing. And he goes, whatever you think you need to do to get you to the next stage, just do it. And I have to say, maybe he will listen to this. I don't know. I'll have to share it with him, but <laughs> to have that much blind faith in someone, because he hasn't, he hasn't a clue what I do. Like he knows what I do obviously, but he doesn't, he's taking my word for something at the end of the day. He was taking my word for, I need this investment. This is going to, what's going to, this is going to be what's going to help me get to the next stage. And he goes, okay. You know, and that was it. No question, no more questions. That was it. So to have someone that has that faith in you, I think, I don't think I would have been able to do it without someone like that. So there's a lot of things that I had a safety net at the end of the day. He's kind of like the safety net and the whole thing in his belief in it. So I think I was just lucky to be able to make the investment, even though really I couldn't afford it. Um, and I mean, I re-signed with you. So obviously I didn't regret it. I mean, the proof, the proof is in the proof is in me re-signing, but the proof, the proof in that investment is the, how far I've come, even in my thinking, you know, let alone the other stuff that we've done, you know, but I'm a, I'm a different, the way I speak about myself and my business has completely changed as you could probably pull up a recording of my first call to you and it would probably shock me. As 
it's crazy isn't it because you talking there about how you were even thinking about giving up your business like I remember having that conversation with you and yeah. it feels so far off now yeah because you know we we chat every day about what you're doing what your plans are for the next thing and um mm-hmm. it just seems so far off but to think that you were even considering that I'm sure so many people do I know I've had moments where I think what am I doing like is this worth it you know and I, I don't exactly. really talk about those moments because it's like we don't want to admit that we got to that point but I yeah. think we all probably have those moments at some point absolutely and I think because of having the baby I had to say is it like is it worth it is it is it worth it for her you know what's best for her and like when you only have to I spent two years and you know well one of them basically being pregnant but before that of only having to really think about myself so risks were easier to take, you know, because when I was weighing up the risk, I only had myself and, you know, my partner, but not really like to think about. Um, so looking at it when you're making decisions, once you have a, have a kid, it just completely shifts it because it's not, it's not about you. And everything I do now is is for her. And I know in the long run, this is what's going to get her the life that I want her to have. Um. And it is worth it. The time I need to justify the time I spend away from her. And when I nearly gave up, I looked at it going, if I if I give up, I'm going to have to get a job. Putting money in someone else's pocket, I'm still going to have to be away from her. Is that really what I want? Like, is that worth my time? No. So if I'm away from her now, I know that every hour I'm away from her, it's building to something so much bigger, you know, and something that I'm going to be able to give her like a life that I'm going to be able to give her. But everything comes with a sacrifice and everything comes with, um, yeah, just sacrifice and hard work. And I think that's why not every single person does it. And I'm not saying I've gotten it right, <laughs> but I think the only, the only difference between someone successful and someone not successful is the person that's successful just never gave up. And that's so, so cheesy. I can't even believe I just said that, but it's actually true. It's so true though. It's like, yeah. it's, it's every day you question whether it's worth it. And if you go, yeah, it is, and you just keep saying, yeah, it is, then hopefully one day it will work out. Yeah, 100%. And one of the beautiful things about, like, working with you and watching all of this is that, although it it maybe at some point probably felt like you were starting again, um, I think it's almost been like you've been able to redesign your business around the life that you now want. Yeah. So, you know, we've looked at, like, okay, well, you can't do everything, so what's a priority, or how can we make this even easier for you, and, you know, we talked about things like, when she's having a nap, like, how are you gonna yeah. use that time to be the most productive, and it's like, you, yeah. you've almost, like, remolded your business into something that now works for this version of you, do you think yes. that's been a nice process to go through, like, being able to kind of recreate it, almost? I had so much resistance we we spoke about again like we have so many conversations about this kind of stuff and my expectations of myself were based off the old version of myself and that's something I had to really unpack so you know I'd be like I want to get this done I want to I want to serve this many clients I want to get this much done for you services done this week I want to generate this much blah 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 and I was basing that off the old version of myself not this new new me which is a full-time mom like at the end of the day and I can't I was disappointing myself every day which means my confidence would dip which means my motivation would dip and it was I had to figure out how to make the life for for as you're saying this version of me and this new life and the old business wouldn't have it isn't sustainable for my for what I want and and 
how much time I do have and yeah that's so funny like we were like how, what can I do while I'm breastfeeding oh you can listen to an ebook I'm like okay write that okay I need to listen to an ebook when I'm breastfeeding it's just you know it's it's solution focused it's not problem focused and I was definitely in that negative problem focused headspace at a time and that doesn't serve anyone it's not going to get it's not going to move me forward in any way so we were you know together with you being very much involved in that is changing my mindset of like what do I want the business to look like and coming from this is my circumstances. You know, this is my life. This is how many hours I have. This is whatever. How can we fit the business into that rather than the other way around? So, you know, I want my business to fit in with my life. And I think okay, that leads nicely into the next question. And I wanted to talk about um, the fact that you kind of went from being done for you and offering done for mm. you services to creating a course. And now you're kind of working on some other stuff. Um, yeah. And was that part of that? Was that kind of part of I want to be able to earn money without necessarily kind of having to do the done for you work? Was that the thought process behind the course? A hundred percent. And I started designing that course when I was pregnant. I spent a lot of time working on that when I was pregnant because I wanted to figure out a way to make. Um, yeah, just a, a passive income stream was the, was the goal of that. Um, and then with that kind of led into me looking at the rest of my business. So what did I want, you know, my done for you services? What, what, what did I want that to look like when I had her? Because especially with content related services and stuff, it is unbelievably time consuming. Anyone who does their own will tell you that. And anyone who does it for, for other business owners will tell you that it's, it's not a sustainable business model for a, a, someone who has a child who, who's a full-time mother um, so I was looking at different ways that I could smartly set up my business that again it was working for me and what, what my capability was and what, what how much time I had um, but also I was for the first time ever in a position where I felt confident enough in my knowledge and expertise to actually be able to create that which I wouldn't have had in that first year of business anyway so I feel like the course came along at the perfect time um, mm -hmm. so definitely looking at I always say make money while you sleep but like that's kind of the dream <laughs> yeah and also I think that your product suite just evolves over time doesn't it yeah, like absolutely. your life changes and you've got new things going on or you know more than you used to and I think it's just quite normal for yeah that evolution in what you offer um yeah so talk to us about how that was it was hard like I don't think I really anticipated and you know I, I work in, in in content marketing but when you're doing it yourself, sometimes I definitely had a moment of like, am I doing things? Am I trying to sell it the same way I would sell my products? My sorry, my, my service suite of done for you services. And I definitely feel like, no, it's not the same. <laughs> and I actually I had a lot of um, it was challenging. It was actually really, really challenging. And I think it just comes down to really understanding who 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 they're for. Um, like a course isn't going to be the, the same person as someone who wants like their product or their um, website rewritten so that was a learning curve for me and to be honest marketing the course again was something that kind of um it made me hit a little bit of a wall with my confidence again because this goes back to just me <laughs> You know, if I'm struggling to figure out something in marketing and something with content, then I I kind of had a little bit of a knock on my confidence going, like, this should be something that, you know, I should have figured out. I should have all figured out. But 
you know, you learn from it. And it's something that I would take in now to my clients is like, we need to look at this in a completely different way. Like, obviously, it might sound obvious, but it's, you know, you have to go through these things um, to learn from them. And I definitely learned a lot from marketing that course, but I definitely think that it's it's a lot different. And I think, because I know that you, and I, maybe this was on another episode, um, but you were talking about when you kind of got, you know, weren't doing your VA business anymore and you went into mentorship. I think you mentioned something similar of how, it's completely different. Like it's just, a, it's a lot different. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think um, a lot of people think that it's sort of like that next step, like, yeah, you know, I'm booked out with my services or I'm nearly booked out. So I'm going to offer, I don't know, like a strategy call or a course mm-hmm. or a program or a workshop. And although it, it definitely can be an additional thing in your product suite, I don't think it's necessarily as easy as people think it is, unless you've got like a massive audience that are really, really warm. Yeah. Um, because it is marketed and sold in a completely different way. And I think people sometimes overlook that because with, you know, done for you services, depending on what you offer, of course, like it could be like a monthly retainer and then you know that you've got that money coming in every month. Um, Or if it's like a larger kind of one-off package, it's normally, you know, a fairly high number. Mm -hmm. Um, But with the kind of mentor in the courses, it's like a a one-off payment yeah. and then it's like right now I need to find someone else <laughs> and obviously yeah. there are ways around that like you can have payment plans and people might stay with you for multiple programs or maybe you have like a high ticket program so that you don't have to make as many sales like there are you know things that you can do mm-hmm. but I do think it's a, it's a whole other world and I think it with done for you you're saying to somebody give me money and I will do this thing for you and you yeah. will be able to physically see the result um, whereas with things like courses, you're saying invest in this course and you may or may not see a difference. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's interesting to look at um, even just, you know, with that course, it definitely was one of the highest ticket things that I offered. But you're asking someone to do something themselves. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, um, And then it comes into like my one of my my ideal, like when I look at my ideal client, when I was looking at my uh, done for you, a huge pain point of those ideal clients was that there was a time it's time and skill usually, you know, like they don't have the time to be doing it themselves and maybe they don't really have the time to learn how to, to do it. So that's a completely different messaging than looking at a course where you're saying, this is someone who really wants to invest in knowing these skills and has time, you know, to invest. And I think when we were doing, it came up when we were doing the frequently asked questions for that, like you, how, to, how you can't really promise results and that you know how to put an approx- approximate time to finish a course well how long is a piece of string like you're you can't really say that you can say well it could take you a day but it could take you a year you know <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's something kind of less tangible and that's what your kind of point is less tangible about the outcome and the transformation than there is than offering something that you can physically give I think that can also be a really good thing because mm. like for me for example if I'm working with a coach I'm like oh my gosh anything is possible so it's yeah. like I've got no limits on it. Whereas if it was a done for you and someone was doing something for me, yeah, they're kind of in control and I don't have any control of like how good that's going to be or what the transformation is going to be. It's like mm-hmm. I get what I'm given. Whereas if mm-hmm. I'm in a course or a program or something like that, it's like I can do with it what I want. And that could be something mm-hmm. huge. And I quite enjoy that. I find it really challenging in a good way. Um, yeah. So That's I think it, a lot of it comes down to marketing, isn't it? And how you mm. kind of get that message across and who your ideal client is as well and whether that's what they want and that excites them or whether that terrifies them. And you might have touched on this. You might have kind of mentioned bits and pieces of this, but what's something that you're currently still working through? So something that you're kind of, you know, you've not perfected it. You know, you've still got work to do, but you're you're working through it right now. 
I definitely want to be more to be able to take more of a step back and find that spot where I can have a team um, and kind of turn the business into more of an agency style so that it frees up that time on the other side of the business for me to work on products um, at my own pace more. Um, so really that work kind of works into my own schedule and my own capacity. Um, but, and again, that's something that we've been working through of like, it's that sweet spot of you are just booked out enough to be able to start doing that. And that just takes strategy. Like, I feel like that's something that I really, I'm still working through. Um, and it's only in the last month or so, maybe two months that I've, can re it's really picked up on a, between inquiries and calls and new clients and like my current clients, I'm working towards that. But um you have to be ready before you do it. It's one of those things. And that's something that you said to me at the time was like, you need to be at a certain stage before you can start doing that. So I'm, I'm building up to that, but that's definitely something that is a huge thing that I want to achieve this year is to have more of an agency model and then have products that are coming out multiple times a year, whether they're PDFs or courses, mini courses, trainings, whatever. But um, I really want to focus on both sides of the business in that way. And what's been something that you've been really proud of yourself for? So something that's gone really well or like a big achievement or something like that? That is like such a put on the spot question. Because <laughs> <laughs> you because you know how hard it is for me to... <laughs> you're doing this because you know every every week Gemma says, and do, do you celebrate that? I'm like, no. <laughs> um, honestly, it's not even one thing. I think it's just... If you asked me in January that I would have the amount of clients that I have, the amount of inquiries that I have, I wouldn't believe you. I wouldn't because that's all I wanted. I wanted to get it back up and running and I wanted to feel really good about it. And I do feel really good about it. So I think just maybe not giving up. And also a huge thing um, for me was looking for solutions. And I said that before is that, and I mean, this comes, I'm, I'm going to give myself a break here. Like, having the baby having babies hard like everyone knows it's hard but the, the months following like your hormones and like I had a bit of postpartum I had like another health issue that I was working through and it would it was very easy for me to use them as excuses and use them as you know feel sorry like to, for reasons to feel sorry for myself when times are really hard but I think I'm most proud of saying the only person that's going to change this is you and if you want it bad enough you'll stop you know thinking of it like that and it's not to say that I didn't deserve to feel bad but it was more if I want this I need to come up with solutions and stop trying to focus on on the problems here and um, so making like even earlier today I had two things my my mom was coming to to help me but she couldn't come till 11 and I had a deadline that was due at 10 um and I figured out a solution for that with the baby I didn't say oh I can't do this or you know it's really just being positive about it and figuring out a way for the business to work if I want it badly enough. And that's something I had to ask myself, how badly do I actually want it? Um, it turns out very because yeah. I figured out a way to turn it around. So um, yeah, it's wild. It is wild. And I wish I could show like you three months ago, this conversation, because like you said, you oh, wouldn't even, yeah. no. you wouldn't even believe it. Like such wouldn't a difference. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. You should be so proud of yourself. What's next for you? Okay, so what is next? Um, so I have a workbook coming out um, this week, which will be available by the time um, 
you guys who are listening uh, listen to this, uh, which is a content marketing workbook. Um, my website's being redone at the moment, so that's going to be coming out soon, which is going to have all my new services. I've been kind of adjusting my services. Um, so my product suite and all of that will be live in the coming weeks. Um, and yeah, just really focusing on how to build a team and how to get my business to a, to a level where I can start make, kind of turning it into more of an agency model. Um, I definitely want to expand and grow the business so that I can have the business and be a full-time mom, but knowing that I really have uh, really, really strong done-for-you services still available um, because they can really keep a business going and they're really, really valuable. So I still want to be able to offer that side of my business. So I'm really just focusing on how I can make that happen without me having to, to spend all that time doing all that stuff myself. So yeah, a few things going on. Um, that's about it. That's about it for now. That's so funny. Like, that's about it. That's like so many things. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait. Um, and where can people come and find you if they're listening and they're like, I need to go and work with her, hire her, chat to her? Where can people find you? So I think for now, Instagram's your best bet. Um, as I said, I'm not sure when you're listening to this, whether my website will be completely finished. Um, my handle is m underscore content underscore creative. Um, my email, if you ever want to drop me an email, is just emily at mcontentcreative.com. But definitely, I would absolutely love if someone listened to this and they even just DM me to say they listened to it. I just think that'd be really cool. So you can definitely find me on there. I hang out the most there, I'd say. Amazing. I will pop all the links in the show notes. And if the website is ready, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, yes. so thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. It's so fun.